This is the Two Fish Podcast, where we try to keep biblical truths simple. Your hosts, Nick Burt and Aaron Apple. That's right. We are back with another episode of the Two Fish Podcast. Um, hopefully you've joined us on all our episodes. If you haven't listened to any of the episodes, uh, please go back and listen to them. We were just talking on Facebook Live because at the moment we're on Facebook Live. You can watch the video part of this chat. Um, but this is 150. Downloads? Yeah, we have 150 d- downloads as of beginning of this show. And that's been a huge blessing for us. We we really didn't think, A, that it would happen this quick. Right. Um, and B... Maybe at all. We were just kind of doing it for ourselves. So throwing it out there. So yeah, um, you guys have been amazing. Our our host of our podcast says 150 downloads as of now. So we are excited about that. So make sure you're listening, you're liking, you're subscribing, you're sharing is huge. Share the podcast and then repeat it every single day, every single week. <laughs> Not every single day. That that would goof I mean, the numbers. I mean, you you can, but. Yeah, so at least once a week. So this is episode um, seven. Yeah. So here we go. Here we go. Excited. Where, where are we going this week? We're going to talk about the armor of God. Right. We're going to do a little series. It's going to be a couple episodes. We're not hundred percent sure how many yet, but um, at least three. At least three. And we will maybe we're trying to get a guest lined up maybe for the end of it. Maybe yeah. we'll have another guest episode. You guys really seem to like that. Um, but. Last week, we kind of looked at New Year's resolutions and kind of looked back on 2020 and what a crazy year it was. And the arm of God is kind of something that um, we kind of thought of that would be a good idea to talk about at the beginning of the year and get yourself ready for 2021. No matter if it's good, bad, ugly, whatever it is, we want to get ourselves ready for 2021. And when the Bible talks about spiritual warfare... This is what he says to do. Right. He tells us to put on the armor of God. But it's one of those things that we kind of just, I think we throw it around as Christians, right? Like, yeah. And there's all kinds of little trinkets for the armor of God, right? And we'll like, we'll give them to our buddy. You need to put on the armor of God. Yeah. And then you go, you go read it and it's like, what? Like six verses, four verses. verses. Yeah. And you're kind of like, okay. There's not a lot involved. I know when, when we started prepping for this episode, I said, man, I, I, I think we could do like three in one episode because there's really not a lot of content here. Right. But then once we started digging into it, there, oh man, there's a lot of content here. There's a lot. You know, We're going to try to keep it simple because that's what we do here on Two Fish Podcast. But there is some information that is good to know. Yeah. So this week we're going to talk about the belt of truth. And so based the whole episode, the whole series that we're going to do here, um, we're going to kind of base it on, and the Bible bases it on a Roman soldier. And, you know, it's kind of a symbol for us as Christians um, as we have spiritual warfare in our lives, which goes on 24-7. I mean, there's always something going on around us. Um, And we're going to look at the Roman soldier and how he prepared for battle in his day, um, because that's... Paul, that's kind of the basis that Paul was writing about in in Ephesians, and that's kind of what we're going off of. Yeah. So, and and like Nick said earlier, you know, as we enter this new year, and we we're maybe unlike me, 
you're making new goals and, and <laughs> New Year's resolutions, but make this part of that. Uh, putting on this armor of God, I think, is really important, especially when you're talking about the spiritual warfare and how you're trying to disciple people. And mm-hmm. that, those are the moments you're going to get attacked. And um, maybe you're trying to walk away from something in your life, like trying to get out of the bars or trying to yeah. get away from whatever. Like you got put on this armor to help you walk away from those things. Because, so. because on that, and a lot of people think that, you know, if you're a new believer, let's say 2021, you're a new believer. Uh, a lot of times people think it's an easy thing. Right. And it's it's really not. No. And so this is one of those things that can help you prep for life's not going to be easy. It's actually probably going to be harder sometimes. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. And part of that is you are trying to walk away from the sins in your life into this new this new truth as we're going to talk about. Exactly. So like we're saying this battle is not necessarily going to be easy. Um, but we can prepare ourselves for that battle. And uh, we're actually, our scripture that we're pulling out where Paul talks about the armor of God is in Ephesians. It's in Ephesians chapter 6. And in 10 through 12, he really breaks down what this what our struggles are going to be. And it, it's not necessarily like the struggles with the guy that cut you off in the middle of the intersection, but it's it's... It's deeper than that. It's a there's a spiritual warfare going on, right? It's not our our flesh. Well, it's not against our flesh and blood. Exactly. It's it is those yeah. spiritual forces. So exactly. So let's start with Ephesians six ten through twelve, verse ten. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. So, I mean, he's talking not of physical, like I just said, but as uh, it's a spiritual battle, it's, it's Satan, it's demons, it's all that stuff. It, and it's angels. Yeah. And it's, and it's the Holy spirit and it's Christ helping us, on the other side of it. But there is something going on, like I said earlier, 24-7. Yeah. And you may maybe you might not feel like it's like that all the time. It's because maybe you don't there there's no need to have battle with you. You know what I mean? Like sometimes when you're we when you're on your way to church with your wife, I would probably say that's where one of the places you have the most fights right. is on the way to church. Right. Trying to get out the door just trying to get to church you can't even get out the door and you start complaining or she starts complaining about something you did what what are we her wives don't do that not our wives your wives facebook (laughs) live and podcast your wives are the one not ours but um but that's where it starts and it's because we're moving forward in our walk with christ or we're moving to do something that will make a difference yeah, that's when the battle really intensifies. You're going to feel those things that are going to try to pull you back. And that's kind of what he's talking about there. Right. These these forces don't want us to to glorify God. They want to mm-hmm. hold us down. They want to drag us back to the bar. They want to 
make you and your wife fight yeah. so that you don't go to church, so that you don't go serve at faith mission or to the homeless or to wherever you're going to spread God's truth and God's word. They, these forces don't want that, and they will do whatever they can to make that not happen. Yeah. And so Paul just doesn't leave it there like, oh, there's a battle. Good luck. If we continue to read. In Ephesians 6.13, it starts, Therefore put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. And that's where we're going to start our focus this week is with that belt of truth and yeah. how how that helps us stand firm in our walk and in this battle against the evil forces or yeah. spiritual realms. Yeah, and I we kind of in preparation, you know, in in doing the series and in setting up for the series, um, Paul was probably in prison at this time, and in my mind, the way I think about it, there was probably two Roman guards standing in front of him. And I mean, it's nothing like prisons we have now, but they were probably there. And he probably, Paul probably watched these guys get ready for their day every day for who knows how long he was in prison. The many times he was in prison. Right. He got in prison like every time he went somewhere. They were like, no. He got drug in. Jesus, no, we're not doing this. And yeah. And so, um, so he bases this whole concept of our spiritualness with these Romans. And so. We should have actually had a picture here on the Facebook Live, but... We can't get that fancy. We're not yet. Nope. We'll get there, though. The Roman soldier, they wore this tunic. It's like a shirt, I guess. And it's almost like a dress. It hangs way down. All right? And so the belt not only held the sword, which we'll get to, not only probably held up part of the breastplate or this and that, but it helped hold up that tunic and keep everything in place. That way... In the middle of a battle, his, you know, underwear wasn't hanging out for the enemy to... Right. It held everything together so yeah. it doesn't fall apart on him. Exactly. And so, what, I guess, the belt of truth. What is truth? Keeping it really simple, the truth is God's word. Exactly. And what Jesus did for us. Yeah. So, that is the simplest way to put yeah. what is the truth. Yeah. You can... You can search your Bible for the word truth, and you're going to find it all over the place. But the simplest way to define that is just God's word and mm-hmm. also what Jesus did for you. Yeah, and we kind of talk about what, you know, why is this the first one that he mentions? Because you and I would put our belt on last. Right. Uh, you know, after we got our pants on, we got our shirt tucked in, got all fastened, we'd put the belt on last. Yeah. It's the last thing I'm putting on Yeah, every but, morning. But here, assuming, I guess, maybe it's not a good thing to assume, but assuming that he's watching these Romans in order of how they would get ready, I mean, the belt of truth is the thing that holds it all together, holds his tunic, holds his sword, all that stuff. It's really important. Yeah. And if it's the word of God and it's that important, it's the foundation of the whole rest of the armor. And the whole rest of the armor defends us and later offenses us, if that's even a word, offenses. It helps 
it helps fight the battle on the offense with the so you know the sword but it all starts with this belt the yep. word of god the word of god and for me i go to john 14:6 where it says jesus answered i am the way and the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me yeah and that is the foundation of our belief that is what we got to believe in that mm-hmm. Jesus came, he is the way, he is the truth, the things he said are true, yeah. and the only way we're going to him, his father, is through him. That Ex- is exactly that is the belt. There's, there's, you know, that's that's Christianity, that's being a Christian. That's, yeah, I mean, the basis that Jesus re- died on the cross, he rose again for the gospel, the whole gospel message. The, the word of God, the spirit breathes word of God. That's, that's the foundation. And John one, John one, one says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Right. So, I mean, we're talking about Jesus. We're talking about the physical Bible that we have in our hands that we can use to back all this up or that we're studying out of. I mean, it's the foundation of everything. Yeah, so if you're going if you're going to serve somewhere, Nick, and you you're you put on all the other armors that we're going to get to, but you forget your belt of truth, mm-hmm. like you're not going to be prepared for that battle. No, and and that fight with your wife is going to keep you from going to church or keep you from serving at whatever ministry you're going to. Yeah, or or you're going to Africa. <laughs> Watch another episode if you want to get context of that. Um, John seventeen seventeen. Um, context of that is Jesus is in the garden right before he gets arrested and then ultimately crucified. Um, he says, "Sanctify them by your truth." This is Jesus talking, talking to God, right. talking, interceding for the disciples. Right, he's praying over the disciples. So, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. There's just another plane. If we're going to talk about what is truth, there it is. It's his word. Yeah. It doesn't get any simpler than that, does it? No. No. And and so there's an exam here as an example of why the Bible, whether it's the physical Bible, whether it's your phone, whether it's whatever it is, whatever you're using, an example of why it's so important and probably why it was the first one that he mentioned is in Matthew chapter 4, while Jesus is being tempted. He gets drove out to the wilderness. He's there for 40 days with no food. Uh, yeah, 40 days with no food. Yeah. And the devil tempts him. The Satan shows up, and he starts tempting him. And, and Satan uses the word of God. Right. But he twists it a little bit. Yeah. So he's saying these things to tempt him, and he's using God's word, but he's twisting it so that it works for him for Satan, but God, Jesus has put on the belt, let's say of truth. He knows God's word. He is God's word. The physical book hadn't been written yet, but he is. And he said, no, that's not you're wrong because I know the truth. My foundation is the Bible. This is what it actually says. You're tempting me. Right. And at, and at that time, like the old, Old Testament kind of existed, right? That's what all the Pharisees mm-hmm. and everybody yeah. studied, and and that's what the devil's using to to try and 
tempt Jesus yeah. and um but it but it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But how does that apply to our lives? I I mean, we get tempted with all kinds of things. Sure. Our, you brought up phone and your Bible on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um but your phone's a huge distraction and the World Wide Web's on there. Yep. And where are you where are you going on your phone? Exactly. What is being tempted? Um, anything you search now shows up in all your social media feeds. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for whatever, it's going to show up in there. Like all yeah. these things are temptations now. And if you're not digging into the truths and those aren't the things you're searching for, yeah, those temptations are going to show up for us. Yeah. But we know that Jesus in the wilderness was grounded in that and he was able to say hey because i think we said this last week there will god will always provide a way out no matter what god will always provide a way out and the way out for jesus in the wilderness was god's word what what has been spoken what he knows is truth he you know there's lots of there's lots of people now i would say probably our generation we're really twisting the word to make it work for us yeah, but really, it should be the other way around. We're called to know the truth. As Christians, we should strive to live by the truth and try to become a better person, a person more like Jesus. We're never going to be Jesus. We're never going to be close to Jesus. He's perfect. But to live a better life, live better like that. Right. We're supposed to walk away from our sins. Yeah. We're, we're not going to be perfect. Um, I forget where I read it, but it, it says that we're... We're not going to be perfect. We are going to fall short of God's glory. and But that doesn't mean we stop trying. That doesn't mean that we... Maybe you're like me and you have a really hard time memorizing the truth. And I can't memorize scripture. I, I mean, I just really struggle with that. But the more I read it, the more I get the basic understanding and I can quote parts of verses. Yeah. And I can apply them to the situation and I can go back and look at it with somebody if I have to. I can find those those words. So it's not that you have to memorize the book word for word, mm-hmm. but know where to look. That, yeah. that is the belt of truth. Like yeah. in that situation and whatever warfare you're going through, being able to go to your tool belt is how I like to think of this now because we're not Roman soldiers, but yeah. that tool belts holding everything together and if you can go to that tool belt and pick out a scripture and say this is what you need to apply to your life even if it's your own life and it's not to anybody else's you're going to get you're going to be able to fight these battles with yeah these demons and exactly whatever else is out there exactly um Kind of what we were talking about there in Romans twelve two, it says, "And do not conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God, and the perfect will of God." So that's kind of saying the same thing. There is when you become a Christian. And you start having that foundation, you're going to want to live differently. And you're not going to want to conform to this world. You're going to want to, you're going to want to be set apart as we're called to be. Um, 
And it says renewing of your mind. Well, if you're in the word, if you're, maybe it's not even everyday reading the word, but it's um, putting time into the word when you are, or listening to messages and doing this and doing that. Um, it's renewing your mind so that you are able to, just because you have a Batman utility belt, doesn't mean you're Batman. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? You need to strive to be Batman. That's yeah. a horrible example. I don't know why that you, made me think of that. You got to practice being Batman. Exactly. Like, you're not just gonna. You're not just gonna show up one day and say, "I'm Batman." Yeah, I'm Batman. Uh, I think it worked out for one guy, but probably he put a mask on and became really popular. Oh, I remember Bat Dad or something yeah, Bat like Dad. that. There it was, but but, <laughs> but you're going to be able to know what is good, and you're going to be able to know what is acceptable. And what the perfect will of God is. And when you're aligned there, life isn't going to be always easy, but you know you're on the right path. Right. You're going to be, you're going to be centered and more well-balanced. You're not, this, these roller coaster rides hopefully will, will get a little more, a little flatter. Let's yeah. put it that way. So our walk with Christ and our battle against this spiritual realm, which what we're kind of what we're talking about here, begins with the simple knowing of right and wrong. And what is true and false, you know, what the truth is and what is not the truth and of the enemy side of the spiritual warfare. Right. Apply that to your life. Like if you're, if your Friday night activity is showing up to the bar and having 10 beers and you think you're discipling this guy by having mm. 10 beers with them. And yeah. that's, that's probably not the truth because the Bible tells you not to be a drunkard. Doesn't mean don't go to the bars and disciple to that guy, but don't go there and get in the same situation as him. Maybe you can go there, you can have a beer and talk to him, yeah, and then start drinking some water. <laughs> I don't, yeah, you know, or maybe invite him to do something else instead of going to the bar, which you know where he struggles, right? You know what I mean? There's all those things, but knowing what is a good application of the truth and what's a bad application of the truth. Knowing what's the perfect will, you got to have that foundation of the word. Yeah. Proverbs 3, 3 through 4, Let not mercy and truth forsake you behind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. So that's kind of saying the same thing there too as well. And we can, so we can find these all throughout scripture where it's kind of relating to putting on this belt of truth. Mm -hmm. But like we said at the beginning of this, when we kind of just throw this around, like put on the armor of God. Yeah. And and this first one that he mentions, the belt of truth is, is just really impactful. And yeah. I think it's the last thing you put on, but it's the most important. And I think that's why it's first is yeah. it, it lays that foundation for you to be able to, to do these next things that we're going to talk about. And to be able to have that spiritual warfare. Yeah. And to be able to not to be able to recognize when it's not truth. Yeah. So people, people will do that as we talked about, they, they'll come in, they'll twist it and it'll sound really good. But if you don't know where to maybe go look for that, you you don't even have to have it memorized, as I mentioned earlier. But you can be like, man, I I, I think I read that in Luke one time, yeah. and you can go search it out and 
and figure out what the truth is. Yeah. And the more, the more you know and have that basis foundation, the better your, the spirit, the Holy Spirit, which comes, lives in you when you become a Christian, you're going to have that discernment or that, hey, something doesn't sound right about this. Right. Or this situation, this situation doesn't seem like the best situation for me or this and that. And that's all based on that biblical foundation of truth that we're talking about here. That's just the first one of um, this, what Paul is talking about with the armor of God is the belt of truth. Um, Next week, we're going to talk about the breastplate of righteousness, which is also found in uh, Ephesians 6, 14. Again, stand there, stand therefore having fast. So man, I feel like we should go back to that because that just popped in my mind. Ephesians 6, 14. Now, 10 through 13 is talking about the spiritual warfare that's going to be around us. And then on 14, it says, stand therefore. And therefore means because of what I just said, yeah. because of this craziness that you're going to have to fight with, because of that, so because of that, you need to do this. And so, I mean, that that seems like it's almost a, not a command. I don't want to say command, but it's almost a, hey, this is real. This is going to happen. You need to have this. Right. I guess I should just finish that verse. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness. So that's where we're going to end next week. Thanks for tuning in today to the Two Fish Podcast, where we try to keep biblical truth simple. Catch us on YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Have a great night. Thanks for tuning in today to the Two Fish Podcast, where we try to keep biblical truth simple. Catch us on YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Have a great night.